It, mm. Well, it really sucks that Nick couldn't be here because of the accident. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, he's healing, though. Not from the picture I saw. Any, that that man will sit and talk for 15, 20, 30 minutes. What happened? For a black the rifle. God Emperor. I, I, I always, I always like to just use that to troll those other the fucking dudes. Emperor. I don't care, but it's like when they're around, I'm like... Dudes, <laughs> <laughs> when they're around, I'm like, they're like, well, I'm the founder. I'm like, nah, nah, you weren't there. Core one. That was a, yeah. a year later. Actually, the Thor thing. Like, Did you make Are the beans? <laughs> <laughs> Just Evan being Evan, yeah. king of trolls. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking that Thor Ragnarok. Well, Matt Best is the founder. Is he though? <laughs> is he? I don't know. There we go. JT. Audio's good. JT, he's the one that brewed the first coffee, right? And then he brewed it, made it, showed you how to do it, and then once from there, you got motivated by him. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the story. That that was that was roughly the story, but just completely different. Um, I heard it. <laughs> it That's the version I heard from different. the New York Times. Evan <laughs> 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 Hafer, the most reliable news source in America. Hater of coffee. Yeah. Hater Speaking of, of which, coffee. I did want to ask you: yeah, uh, yeah. out of all the Democrats you've donated to, who's your favorite? Hmm. <laughs> It's so hard because there's so many. <laughs> there's I know. So many, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> uh, and did the $500 really turn the tides? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite yeah, part. Yeah. A $500 yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah, a $500 bet. Uh, hey, Tulsi, hey, you know what? Your friend runs for president. You have to contribute. But, I mean, yeah, who would have known I would have worn that around my neck? <laughs> Five years later. To be fair, it's fucking funny now because I'm like, he has 500 bucks. Yeah. Really? Hold, hold guys, on. Like, Kyle? Kyle, yeah. Evan's here right now. <laughs> we got Bring him in. <laughs> we got him, guys. We got, we got him. Hold on. We got him on the phone. Let's go. <laughs> you ready, Cody? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh hold this, hold this up. You just got to oh, no, pop no, it. Problem. You just got to pop okay, it. Okay. And then drink the whole thing. Three, two, one. Oh. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsubscribe Podcast. I'm joined today by Eli Double Fat, Congressman Herrera, and God Emperor of Black Rifle Coffee Company, Evan Hafer. Mm. That's, that's it. The lighting that's, that's is all I have. Tell. That's I the only time down. I'm going to talk this entire and podcast. That's, so that's, that's, that's what, that. the, that's what like the comment it. section tells <laughs> yeah, me. That, yeah. I know that it was the last week's episode. Or God the one, damn it, dude. Dude, with Luke... Cody came in. He's like, I'm going to start talking more. I'm going to show everyone that this is my fucking podcast. Let's go. Well, Brandon and him started riffing about historical stuff, and I didn't know how to contribute to shit. Eli didn't either, though. We were just that was like the whole what? time, like, this is cool. I didn't know this about Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And uh, you're just pointing at Luke. You're like, oh, no, yeah, he's like signing to no, me cool during stuff. the podcast. I, I love the, the comment section. They're just like, man, I'm so fucking glad Cody's finally back on the podcast so he can say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> finally. But there was actual comments saying, hey, you're actually talking and everything. Everyone's like, hey. And then we got you first mm. time on the podcast. First time, you know, I've been we'll be waiting. Gentle. I've been waiting for the right moment, and it felt good. It felt really good. So this, for this, for some reason, right now it just feels better. We were like, "When will the best time for Evan to be on?" Let's ride the wave from Joe Rogan into this <laughs> yeah. one. We'll yeah. get those views. We'll get those, yeah. We'll just like <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck your stories, Evan. I don't give I a who shit cares? about My stories. Are stupid either way. Yeah, what have you man. done? Yeah, it's stupid. Dude, welcome, welcome. Buddy. Thank you, How thank you. Doing? Yeah. How you been? I'm good. This coffee, by the way. So, so bad. 
Uh, Black Rifle, Black Rifle Company. <gasps> because yeah. it's been sitting on that counter <laughs> for how long? Dude. A year? Probably two years. years? Like it's probably two fuck, years. Dude, it's been open for way too long. I'm going to drink it either way. It's better than nothing, but. <laughs> this is the only time you got angry. Like you've been so happy. He took a sip of the coffee and it looked like I shit in his coffee. <laughs> it was like, it tastes it, like that. It looked like a personal slight. Yeah. Because it's like we're right down the road. Like you just got to. Text and be like, "Hey, I need more coffee." But no, you just keep that on there. Like, okay, <laughs> like okay. that's what you have for your guests. Yeah. Like, no, that, that's your introduction. You guys don't really. Have you guys had coffee. Black Rifle coffee? That's how I, <laughs> yeah. I have an eight-year-old bag. Hey, <laughs> guys, if you want the best coffee ever, <laughs> and they're drinking it, going, "Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, yeah." <laughs> I, I was, I was thinking about this because every time now I see you, it, that guy oh, that God. we ran into at the the. The, the Jake Paul G- fight. The Jake Paul fight where he's like captured us in front of the bathroom for mm-hmm. easily what ten minutes probably yeah. where he called you a lion. You're like you're like a lion. You're like oh, yeah. you didn't know about the sea lion. No, oh, I don't know gosh. this entire oh, story. So we 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 were at the the fight and then we were like okay let's go hang out and talk because it was just kind of boring and so we found ourselves next to the bathroom because I needed to go find a bathroom. And we're just like hanging out, talking. This dude walks up and he's just really high. enamored. Like Very high. Super enamored where he's like, you're like a lion, man. You're mean, you're beautiful. And to be fair, it is beautiful. <laughs> well, I mean, it thank is. Thank you, it means a lot. <laughs> but now I just, every time I see him, like, like a lion. <laughs> like, like, I never know how to reply to that either. <laughs> no, especially with the light right now, bro. That, yeah. <laughs> that hair is, you got that rim light going. You're looking like a lion, brother. Like, well, you like you know this is like kind of like my area to sit now, so I know you put you arrange the lighting oh, in yeah. such a way. Specifically for that. Eli's yeah. lighting-tism. Just bounces right off your hair. Dude. I know. Every, now everyone's like, man, that is really God good. Damn. God damn. Are you ever going to go, yeah. are you going to go short ever again? Or you think you're going to keep that thing like, I'm cutting it soon. Uh, I need to start, like, as I'm getting older, I need to start, you know, ramping it down to where, like, I can have it branded where it's, you know, shorter hair is okay, and then eventually when I go bald, like, it's not, like, a freak out. I'm not going to do that, like, bad comb over. Are you going to go bald? Um, I'm, I'm terrified of it. That's really? thick hair, bud. Yeah. Well, you know, you get your, your genes from your, your, I think your androgenic genes from your mother's father, and he was bald as shit. Oh, oh man, I'm oh, fucked, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're. Oh, sh- I heard that too, but my, you know, my mother's father was bald as shit, and I still like it's still holding on, like it's still there. Uh, yeah, so, uh, good. Yeah. How old are you now? Forty-seven next month. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah, I'm old. Evan's the oldest I'm, one here. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm old. Man. Congratulations, Eli. <laughs> I see you guys, and it gives me hope. I think I, you have that idea as a kid, I'm like, man, I hit, I hit thirty-two. I'm gonna be bald. Yeah. Yours is gonna. You do. You got that fucking Mexican head of hair, bro. I, every time I go get my hair cut, I'm like, any problems? Is this, <laughs> like, is this the, the appropriate hood? amount Are of hair good? falling out right now? Are we good? <laughs> You're asking the barber as if he's a doctor or she's a doctor. Like, hey, what do you what do you got going on back there? Should I, is there anything I should be concerned with? Maybe some, you know, thinness or anything? It's just like... I can't see what's going on back yeah. here. I don't know. Yeah. So, Mr. Evan, there is a story. We uh, Okay, Evan is probably one of the greatest trolls any of us mm. has met. He will... Troll to troll, just to troll. I, I didn't experience until moving to Utah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, this is how he is 24-7. It's my favorite side of Evan nobody gets to see. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then it's to the degree, you, like, 
most people when I troll, I'll take Cody's water for an hour. Yeah. He will do shit. When for the like, fuck? Oh, no, 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 we're backing up. What that. the fuck? I don't know. I'm That's not a troll, reason. Eli. That's just random <laughs> kleptomania. That's that, Eli. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm upset now. Yeah. Yeah. You stole my fucking water, bro. Your, your extent of trolling is. Where'd my water go? <laughs> huh. He's a really nice troll, dude. Hey, look, he's kind. Ha ha ha. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Yes. Yes. It's now yours was your fuck your wife. With the no, no, okay, okay, well, okay. reset, okay, reset. Your wife had a garden. <laughs> like, have you heard this? Yes, can we talk yeah. about it? We don't, we don't yeah, we, she'll never listen to this, so it's That's fine. What I like, she'll never listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Please just bro code fight club shit. So Come on. let's let's rewind a little bit because one of my favorite things to do is troll my wife. And I, I, I lay in really long, elaborate plans to troll her from that might take a year. Now, I'm setting this one up to last years. This is not just something I'm going to do one season. This is something I'm going to plan on doing for at least a decade. So last year, she planted a garden, and I took some of the seeds, and I planted pumpkins around the yard. <laughs> and those pumpkins consumed the yard because I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen fucking, I mean, a pumpkin patch obviously is huge, but they spread out and go everywhere. And it was mind blowing to my wife. Cause she's like, I just can't understand what the fuck is going on with these pumpkins <laughs> and why they're everywhere. Sounds a little bit mundane, but not really because I'm like, I don't know, but next year it's going to get better. Cause then it's going to be who knows what, like tomato plants on the other side of the yard, maybe like a sunflower, more pumpkins. But what I really want to do is get something really exotic, like a tree, where <laughs> a when tree? she leaves, yeah, when she plants like an apple tree, what I want to do is have the fresh dirt so then I replace it with a tree that's like a year ahead. <laughs> and then she comes back and she's like, what the fuck is going on with this tree? How is it growing so fast? I'm like, I don't know. You're a crazy gardener, man. Like, so she's that always- gets more expensive year over year when you keep replacing it with a bigger fucking tree. <laughs> I think for the first year, I'll just have to replace it like four solid times where she comes back. It's like maybe- we'll call it three or four inches, but she comes back to like a four foot tree. I'm like, I don't know. Did you put miracle Grow or something on it? I, I'll just pretend like I don't, I don't exactly know what's going on, but it's a lemon tree. I've, I've been really practicing my trolling specifically around her for years, which, you know, I, I, I used to sing this song. It was like a, it wasn't a real song. It was like, Ching, tong, bing, bong, bing. Right now, it's like fucking sing this song around the house <laughs> just to get her to say no and to see where her breaking point was going to be. You would do that. Now, where and would you do this? Everywhere. Doesn't matter. Like around the house, doesn't matter. Like I would just do it at the store. But then the goal was to get my kids to be echoing the same <laughs> lingo that drove her fucking nuts. So then I would be going through the house saying that, singing this. The kids would be going through saying this. And then finally she broke. She's like, stop. Like she's like breaking down yelling. I'm like, ah, oh, perfect. Got her. Uh, <laughs> these are just kind of a laundry list of different things. I think I this done. is what people refer, uh, refer to when they're talking about um, reintegration problems. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Like, you know, taking the same skills that you used and just using them to weaponize your household. In a fun <laughs> way. 
I don't think <laughs> it's, it's fun, fun for me. psychological warfare, dude. In a fun way. Yeah. Ah, I broke her once. Now to go for number two. We'd walk through the stores. It was it was the first I picked it up from you. It was like walking through stores. You'd be with your wife. And then it would just be like, no, I won't sleep with you, honey. <laughs> what, well, we can have a threesome later. Like, in a just aisle. <laughs> and I, his wife's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Well, it's like uh, we, were, we were at Whole Foods and we're in a very crowded grocery aisle. And I was like, I don't know. I, I guess I could be open to a three-way. I just don't understand why you think that it's got to be three dudes. It, three dudes. And you, I don't think that's a three-way. I think that's just you having sex with three dudes or something, right? And she's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think that you got to count correctly. And so I'll, I'll, I'll randomly throw these things out for her. I've done it like multiple times when you're in checkout. And and the person's just kind of ringing people out, like just mindlessly, like, how was your day, sir? I'm like, you know, instead of saying like, great or whatever i'm like oh it's great you know like what are you doing this weekend i'm like oh you know we're laying down some tarps we're gonna duct tape everything off we're gonna have a big orgy like 20 30 people over hey what are you doing and my wife's just like shut the fuck up you know like <laughs> don't tell me about don't, the orgy <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and they're just it it shakes them out of their reality for one second where they're like i'm busy that's I'm just <laughs> yeah, super, don't know how to answer I'm, that. I'm super super busy. It will yeah. be 128 dollars and 32 cents. Yeah, it's like the plane just autopilot off. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, <wait>, shit. <laughs> what? The, the the reality is shaken. They're like, okay, fuck. I gotta I gotta answer this question outside of my fucking manual. Okay, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I think so, this is the best part of a relationship is trolling and having that fun with it. You guys don't do that? Oh, I do all the fucking time. Oh, That's okay, one of yeah, my yeah. favorite things. Yeah. Just continuous troll and then watching the kiddos now act the same way as I do in public because they like flinging arms, just being stupid. And now they do that first. I'm like, <laughs> now I'm not the embarrassing one. I just get to mimic my kids. Sav's not going to say, stop playing with the kids. <laughs> so we'll be walking around Walmart. <laughs> we just looking fucking retarded. <laughs> it's like, oh, that family has autism. 100%. The whole family. 100%. 100%. He got it from his She dad. just got lumped in. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's that stolen valor autism? <laughs> what's the, the Netflix show where they all have Down syndrome, but they're uh, down for love? Love on the spectrum. Is that what it is? Is there is there an autistic one? Like, the love on the spectrum is autism. Yeah. That's oh oh. There's there's an actual autism. I knew the yeah. Down syndrome. Yeah, it was, dude, it is the weirdest show. If you have not, uh, dude, is love on the, the spectrum. One? I don't know. Is it good? It bro, it's people that love trains and they don't <laughs> care about it. Like like, hi, I love you. Good to see. You. Oh my god, <laughs> this is my girlfriend. Would you like to go play trains now? Let's go count. What's your favorite part about her? Uh, she, she smells is, nice. <laughs> yeah. Trains. I love, dude, they're so happy. It's like what Matt Rive said. He's like, just the most happy people you will ever meet. Like, everyone's so positive. And then when they meet each other, it is like, they, the parents are like, yeah, we're super supportive. Because these are adults. They, they have like, tism I would tinder, hope so. Tism Tinder or something. Seriously? I don't, I don't That's got to be an app. Tism yeah. Tinder? Tism Tinder? We're making it. I know that, <laughs> dude. Let's. We're it's gonna like, be raking in tens of dollars. It's like with <laughs> these people that don't like to socialize. We're making an app for socializing. It's like dating. Bumble has like the Bumble BFF. Like they've got like different breakdown bits or whatever. You just have one that's specifically for people on the spectrum. You just hit that. It's yeah. all men. It's all, oh, it's, it's all men. It's, it's all men. 
It's yeah, all it's gum. And man. Did you know that the sheath was created in the Iron Age, but the underwear itself was created in the 21st century? Underwear. Just feel it on your skin. It's so soft. Please don't steal my underwear. Let's take a second to thank our favorite sponsor today, Sheath Underwear, with dual pouch technology. Sheath makes the most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn. So soft. Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Brazil? No. Yeah, I had to make my own underwear out of bamboo. <gasps> like sheath underwears? Bamboo brand underwear? Wait, that's made out of bamboo? The softest. I'm wearing a pair of sheath underwear as we speak. In fact, every time you see me speak, I'm always wearing sheath underwear. It's the most comfortable boxer briefs you will ever put on that body. It's too soft. Their stretchy fabric is made out of moisture-wicking technology. Moist. They're super soft and keep everything cool, comfortable, and right in place. We have bamboo pairs that are perfect for all weather conditions. One pouch for the twigs, one pouch for the berry. Twigs? Wait a second. Check out the brand new super fast website, sheathunderwear.com, and use code unsubscribe to save 20%. So when you're um when you started your trolling, when did that happen? I'm assuming military is when you fully went in, but like what time? I've I've I, some I, of your I, stories, I, and we're gonna talk about some of them because they are. I have uh, I I did this really 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 early because these are the things that they just they entertain me specifically, and I think it really accelerated. Going through special forces, oh, it sounds like uh, thank, you, special thank you for your service. Did you thank big knife? Lots of service, sir. You go through this. As a green beret, as a green beret. Just uh, just to throw it out there, Jake Watson's on the couch over there. He didn't thank Evan for his service. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, I guess you hate America. No big deal. Shit, lawyer. I. Jake's going to be like, I wasn't there. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, that's not what the internet thinks. <laughs> I had this dude, and he was he's, he's still one of my best friends today. He's a retired uh, command sergeant major. And he really, I think, accelerated my level of fucking humor because he sh he, he had he, he'd shown me that you could be a complete nutter jackass and still be 100% competent. You had to have two, two sides to the coin where you're like, oh, I can be a fucking lunatic at the same time i can also be in charge you can be competent you can lead men you can do all those things but you also have to have this other side which is really fucking fun and and weird and it makes everything a little bit better especially when you're like in the like just in a suck fest and you have one guy that's just kind of a like a crazy idiot Your it makes is... everything fun uh can he was shout out or yeah, I wish I could, but he's still like doing all kinds oh, of weird mind. shit, but he's, he's like one of he, his retirement speech was one of the single funniest things I've ever seen in my life. He was a stand-up routine. He did a stand-up routine for his fucking retirement speech. And, and this is around a crowd of people like generals and sergeant majors, and they're all laughing hysterically. And, uh, he, he and I really hit it off early on, but then, you know, making a long story even longer and somewhat even boring, but it started where I started fucking with guys because they're really serious. Everybody's so serious all the fucking time. And especially when you're in the military, they're like stoic and they're not trying to laugh and they're not having any fun until you kind of break some ice and you get through to the people that you really kind of connect with. Well, I would 
be out doing land nav early on trying to do these like selections you're like running through the woods and for time and trying to get to your point well I, I was fairly decent at it and i would come up to these points first so then i would literally just get naked at the end of the point <laughs> and I, guys would be running into the point of like hey man have you seen an Appaloosa? It's it's somewhere around here. It's got a big red handprint on it. And so they're running through the woods seeing this fucking naked dude asking if, if he'd seen a horse. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? It's like one of the single funniest things you can do, actually, because you've got a guy that's trying to fucking finish for time. And they are so serious because this is the rest of their career. You're good. You got your point. Now you can fuck with him, right? You, <laughs> hey, man, you fucking dicks wagging around. Like, hey, you see my Appaloosa? And I don't that know of too story. many other funny things, but that's pretty fucking funny. This is during selection? Yeah, yeah. This is the hardest focus <laughs> of these dudes' lives. And, and like, I'm almost there. Just don't give up one foot in front of the... Why is there a naked um, man in front of yeah. you? <laughs> Have you seen my Appaloosa? Because <laughs> I can tell. And now it's also the hardest moment of their life. Yeah. <laughs> And now they're starting to question their reality and their sanity and all kinds of weird things. They haven't right? slept in a couple yeah, days. Yeah, they slept. Like, wait, 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 wait. And, uh, I would question they're looking the fuck at their canteen kind of funny. Like, yeah, oh, they're shit. like, why is this naked dude in the woods talking about a horse? Hundreds of acres of woods. This is not thousands, like, yeah, yeah this, this isn't like they're off the side of the road. This is yeah. like you're thousands of acres of woods and yeah. you just magically stumbled upon one naked white <laughs> in the middle of the woods. In like combat boots. I just like stashed my shit behind a tree. I'm like, hey man, you see my horse? No, sir. And they're not supposed to talk to anybody either, right? You're not supposed to talk to other candidates. You're not supposed to do anything, but it's it's hard not to. I'm just saying it's kind of hard not to. Uh, and then it, it went... It's Food. hard not to talk to naked men. Evan Hafer, 2023. Yeah, 2023. <laughs> it's hard not to. When you're running through the woods, you're like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? When I went through Sears school, you have this small, small group of guys, and you know, you're out trying to survive or whatever. You haven't eaten for several days. You're not sleeping. You're just trying to like go through this survival lane. And, and um, <laughs> I went out one day like with one of my buddies, and we were trying to get some food and we found this huge blackberry patch well everybody hadn't eaten for two days so i was filling my pockets with canteen cups and everything with blackberries and everybody's beyond fucking hungry oh yeah and and i stopped my buddy right right before we get back into the camp i'm like well yo stop 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 like let me go in first don't say anything he's like okay and Everybody's real serious. This is a serious thing, right? So I take a couple blackberries out of my pocket and I smash them up against my face like I'd been stuffing them in my mouth. And I come in, everybody's around the campfire. I was like, fucking dry out there, guys. We didn't find anything. There's no food. <laughs> I haven't found it. They're like, yeah, yeah. Blackberries all over your face. <laughs> and they're like yelling at me. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's super hungry and pissed. Yeah. And you're like, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me do a joke real fast because this is the time that everybody's gonna really want to laugh about starving and me eating all the food. And uh and we're in the prison camp. So you get back into the prison camp, you're all wearing like you know, um, scrubs basically. So you're like, oh, our scrubs, and you got your boots and you're shuffling around in the gravel. And I'd always like go up and start talking to guys and they were like super freaked out because they don't want, you're not supposed to be talking to anybody. I'm like, yo, have you guys hit that sauna? Have you guys gotten in the, the cold plunge or whatever? Because it's like they're dunking you in 
Oh God. In in no shit cold water, and I'm talking about them like it's a club med. I'm like, this, this place is awesome, man. Like this, is, and they're just like, get the fuck away from me, dude. You're gonna get me in trouble. You're gonna get me beat. You're gonna get me slapped. And I'm like, but seriously, this place is pretty rad, right? Like, think about it. And they're just like, get the fuck away from me, please. And uh, you'd be my least favorite person in the world. Oh, right? I I rise. <laughs> I rise to the occasion when things are so bad. I'm at my funniest. Like when they're just like the fucking worst things you can imagine. I'm like, no, oh, time for a joke. Funny for time your son. No one times. else is laughing. <laughs> this is one of those like Evans like. Ah, yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> Everyone else is just getting smoked. They're just getting fucking wrecked, and I'm like, man, this is fun. I I I ripped my pants out during the invasion of Iraq. I had this like huge hole in my groin, and I only had one pair of pants. So my team leader that was next to me, I would draw a new new picture, a new face on my balls every day and then he would he we would decide what type of a day it was going to be whether or not i had a frowny face or a smiley face they called that the baghdad groundhog yeah. evan's balls come Evan, out of his pants hey, wh whether you see it shadow or not <laughs> Eight more days of deployment. Eight more days of deployment, boys. We used to uh, mow your dad's yard naked, wouldn't you, just to fuck with him? Oh, yeah, yeah. My dad's like... He would get home. Like, imagine you yeah. drive home, and then your son is doing this. My trolls against my dad have been some of the most iconic things I've done. Like Most of them involve nudity so far. Well, yeah, because nudity is shocking. For <laughs> like, a, a frontal male nudity is shocking. Like, they're, they're like, whoa. Ask anyone geez. on the playground. Hence why I can't fly Delta anymore. <laughs> can't take a joke. This motherfucker's not real. <laughs> and he's just standing there. Like, he's just, like, <laughs> spread eagle over the fucking first class. Like, hey, sup? He would... I, my dad's like this hardcore, he's very hardcore, John Bircher conservative. Like he's he's super great guy. He's awesome. He's like one of my best friends. But he's also very serious. He's had to learn how to cope with me over the years. <laughs> and uh, I would come home from like training or something like that, and I would just be mowing the lawn, just buck naked. <laughs> and that's how he, that's how he would come home. He'd be like. Oh, you're home. Okay. Here we well, go. What he's not telling you is that he lived in a gated community. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lots of neighbors. Lots of, you know. Yeah, I, neighbors, do. No. Oh, uh, see, I that's mean, not what, really. Okay. Yeah. I, I was hoping it was I, like a cul-de-sac, <laughs> and you are the cul-de-sac. I, I, I was picturing like a school bus drop-off at three. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like No, he lived <laughs> up on this hill. I was like... I was driving up the hill to go see him one day, and there's this big bull snake stretched out across the road. And I was like, fuck yeah. I was going up to see him. And I, <laughs> I, I had a snow shovel, like a little snow shovel in the back of the Jeep, and I like herded this. It was probably a five-foot bull snake into an igloo cooler. And I go up to him, and he's painting his shop. And, and I take out this cooler and I was like, hey buddy, got you a sandwich. Stopped off at the, at, at, the at the deli and got you a sandwich. And he like climbs down off of his ladder. It's like, you know what? You're all right. I take back 63% of everything negative I've said about you. And I'm like, hey, wait, hold on. Hold on for the ride. He opens it up and he fucking blows up. He's like, oh. And I was like, you okay? You can have a droopy left side. What's going on, buddy? You know, and he's like, 
You son of a bitch. I can't believe you did that. I, I thought you were really getting me a sandwich. Well, did you get me a sandwich? I was like, no, I got myself one. I already <laughs> ate it on the way up here. I got you a snake. That's what I got you. <laughs> but I did actually get him a sandwich. It's, it costs it. more than the sandwich. You yeah. should be thankful. Yeah. You should be real thankful. For it. You know. <laughs> just, just if this away. were a gift in India, we'd be betrothed. <laughs> Dad, we're getting married now. <laughs> You're father, mine. You're mine. I'm cultured now, Father. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Now, you did... Um, one story is I told them briefly about it, but it was when you picked up was it Command Sergeant Major and like General Oh uh, God, Delta. Dude, I have I yeah oh, I totally God, forget yeah. about this. This is one of my favorite. This is again. This is like the Command Sergeant Major oh, of yeah, Delta yeah. and the uh, Colonel the, or yeah. So this star. was um, these were Squadron Commander Sergeant Major, and I forget what what squadron it was. But so we are out in in Kirkuk Regional Air Force or air-based crab is what they called it up in northern Iraq. And there's at the time, the CIA and Delta, we were both sharing kind of a the similar compound out there. And I went out there and it was super funny because the the our our Delta Force liaison was like, hey man, can you run out and and grab he was he was doing something. I think he was might have been watching ISR feed or something. I was like, yeah man, no problem. I'll I'll run out there and grab those guys. That's super easy. And so we had a Hilux. Well, I had been digging around in this shipping container. Uh, I was cleaning out and doing inventory. Well, I came across, for, for the life of me, I couldn't figure this out. We had water skis and a life jacket and a bunch of shit in this thing. So I was like, oh, okay. There we go. So as soon as he was like, hey... Reiterate. The liaison of Delta yeah. was like, "Hey, hey, we got these VIPs coming in." Evans like, "Hmm." I'm still stuck on a life jacket and skis in northern Iraq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I didn't know either. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So, light bulb moment comes on. So I throw the water skis in back. I zip up this life jacket. Well, I'd gone to the sew shop on base maybe two or three weeks before. And I made these gay meters and it was like a rainbow meter that was pegged out and it just said gay meter. And I would put it on everybody's kit. Like, so they'd be wearing it around like their unit patch, like a skull and like a punisher patch. And then they look down and there's this freaking rainbow gay meter. And I was like, so I put this thing on my life jacket. So I put my face, cause we cruise around with these like hot, uh, they were like, uh, 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 disguise kits with like sunglasses and mustaches because we want to look like Iraqis. I put this fake mustache. You put on. the f the the fake the you know the ha <clears throat> fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to look like those jet the Asian people. Come on. I I had blown out a pair of jeans like three weeks before, which is a totally separate. Totally separate thing. I had these like fucking jeans. They had a big rip in them. So I just cut them off and made Davy Dukes out of them. So I had a high cut <laughs> jean shorts with a fucking life preserver, a fake mustache, mirrored sunglasses, water skis <laughs> in the back of the Hilux with a gay meter attached to my, <laughs> my life jacket. And I drive out to the airfield and the dudes are coming out of the plane and they're looking at me like, what in the... For the love of God, did they send? I was like, hey, man, I'm sent out here to pick you guys up. And they were both looking at me 
as if I, I quite literally had a dick growing out of my head. <laughs> but then as they got closer, they looked at the meter and they're like, what's that saying? Or are, are, are you gay? And I was like, no, it's taking a reading off both you guys. It's spiking out. <laughs> Might be those salmon colored shirts. <laughs> so I get them in the truck. I drive them back over. I'm like, you guys going to hit the fucking lake a little later? We're going we're gonna to be out in the speedboat ripping around, you know? We're going to have a good time. And they're like, like, is there a lake out here? And I was like, no. Do you Delta Force guys not do fucking map recon? Like, what the fuck? And, and, uh, you can't slip them. <laughs> so then I get them back, and I, I take them to this, like, little shed that... I'd thrown two cots into and it was riddled with bullet holes and it just was an open air facility. I was like, this is where you guys are living. This is a hooch setting you guys up really nice. We're over here in the AC units, but that's kind of what we got right now. And they're like, holy shit, this sucks. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. Get in the truck. Let's go. But for some reason, they didn't want to do anything with me after that. They didn't want to do any like, any join ops. I don't knows? know. But then they had to. So I, I, I went to the next briefing wearing the life jacket in, in uniform. And they actually got a pretty good laugh out of it. But they were like, what in the fuck is going on with this dude? He's like completely lost his mind, which isn't like like outside of the definition of where I was. Like I was like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Like, you're going into war. Like, think about that. You're landing. You're like, okay, let's see. And then you pull up wearing a gay meter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't take war serious yeah. at all. I don't. I didn't. I, I was wearing a fucking white hang loose hat that with a pink hand on it during the invasion of Iraq. <laughs> I, had a, I had a 40 millimeter grenade launcher and like six grenades and a hang loose hat. And, and then the... Boy. Summer of 06. They're like, we get to see our Delta boys again. Evan pulls up. Hey! <laughs> it's just people take it too serious. You gotta like turn the volume down on that seriness and oh, have, yeah. have just a tad a little bit of fun. Tad bit of fun. Just a tad bit of yeah, fun yeah. in war. They're just so <laughs> fucking serious. Sp sprinkle some fun on that war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some seasoning. This might be your last day here. You gotta at least have a little, couple couple laughs, right? You would go out as a fucking legend with that. Oh, like, I missed it when he pulled up in that gay suit and that meter thing, and I uh, I hated him at that moment. I found him funny later, and it is <laughs> a shame he died. <laughs> that guy was super funny. I hated him, and honestly, I wanted that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad uh, that idea exploded. <laughs> it may be spooky season, but you don't want to scare people with your scraggly beard. Today, we are brought to you by Manscaped.com. Who has taken a step from the ball of wieners to bring your face the cleanest shave it has ever seen, brother? So this season, there's no toil or trouble. It's just Manscaped. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring compact design and skin-safe technology. It was designed to give you a smooth finish without traditional technology disadvantages. Get the sweetest treat this season by going to manscaped.com and using code UNSUB to save 20% and free shipping. And for my wolf man out there, there's the Manscaped Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It has everything to tame your mane. 
Ding! That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using code UNSUB. For a look sweet as candy, get yourself a handyman from manscaped.com. It's exactly <laughs> probably they're like, what the fuck? People aren't doing 22 push-ups. That, that's not even it's not even my best one. I've had like even better ones. Like I've had some really, really, really fucking incredible like moments where I've just been able to like really, really sell some shit. Please share with the class. Yeah, please. Well, I'm I'm, I'm like, interested. Are, are we oh. in this? Or no, are just, we, no, these are. So Heather says she can't be comfortable around you because of how much you've trolled her. The past. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> Dude, you're, source like, of pride. The, the people out there, they, it, it is such a different because people also it, when people would come up at BRCC and they're like, how do you just talk to Evan like that? I'm like, what? They are so deathly afraid I of you. I was like, if you want to win him over, troll him back. Yeah. No, he'll 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 fire me. Like no, he won't. He'll probably laugh. You just have fun back. I mean, he might fire yeah. you. Yeah, he might. He'll probably yeah. fire you, actually. Yeah, probably. And that will be a joke amongst yeah. itself. <laughs> yes. Yes. One hundred. But he'll laugh about it. There's some people in the company. <laughs> He's laughing. Yeah. I got There's some people in the company. I've told them multiple times, like, hey, oh, you're still here, huh? Uh, I'm gonna stop by HR. I got it's like a. <laughs> I go come back after a few days. I'm like, oh. You haven't packed up your office yet, huh? Okay. I'll cruise by Jacob and take care of that. You know, he's an HR guy. And they're like, what the fuck? Uh, it, it takes a certain amount of rapport to like be able to sell that joke. I can't do that after somebody's only been there for a week, but it's it's definitely something that is super funny if 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 it's a joke. <laughs> a lot if, of people don't yeah. feel that way. And if out. it's not a joke, it's funnier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. done that. I've heard about that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've, I've had a few times where people come in, they sit down. I'm like, today's your last day. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, not joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not joking. <laughs> you're always the, the boy that cried wolf, but you're the wolf. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like they're literally ha, no, like turning in their fucking key card with their office in their hand, like, oh, Evan. Oh, that funny guy. He's going to run out any moment now and stop me before I get in my car. No. <laughs> any moment. He's going to call me on this drive. Three weeks. <laughs> He'll call me anytime. Six nope. months later. <laughs> That was a joke. That that was a joke. We're God, back paying you. Wish. Why would you do that? God, I wish. I'm in I financial ruin. Most of that stuff was easier when when I mean we, we you can't do that now because that's that's considered you know workplace harassment or something. I don't know, like Gay. some fancy term that you know lawyers come up with. But early on, like it was. Whew, I mean, you guys can imagine because it was like me, Matt. Jared and like two other guys. It was like a former MMA fighter and you know a few other guys like my other buddy Edwin Parnell, who's another SF guy. So it's just like a team room, just a full blown team room, and it was fucking wild. That was a like, small, it was small wild. office. Yeah, yeah. That was you remember that, right? Yeah. The Ironwood, the Ironwood office where we were, we we had we had a couple different offices before we moved into the place in Salt Lake, and like Clint. Clint um, uh, Romache came down. We filmed a video. You remember that? That was the OG. Yeah, one. Yep. OG. We filmed a bunch of skits there. And you remember that Glock skit that we filmed that we never. Oh my god! I it forgot. was so crazy. We were like, we can't, we 
he never we pulled, pulled that one. We're like, oh, oh okay, my. so OG black rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this one. Oh, oh my no. god, I don't even we, know. If they, yeah, OG I, black oh, rifle couldn't post it because it was so crazy. We we're like, this <laughs> I forgot about can't. That. Does it still exist somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's fucking funny because it's a gun. <laughs> <Post> it now. <laughs> it's a gun waiting in line to to go to the movies, and he's <laughs> and it's a and it's a Glock, and it's and he's in the line with this white chick and he's talking about <laughs> what were they talking about because like no, someone's he, like huh. like yeah. someone jumped. oh it's because I'm it, I'm oh, a Glock it's because I'm a Glock is it you know <laughs> yeah, it's a Glock in line <laughs> dude it's walking it shoots the or the girlfriend step it's like don't you say any, or god the bad actress I remember yeah, her yeah she's so bad she's, she's so bad fuck I can't remember the comedy beat for because oh it was a treating the Glock as like a minority that's oh, just getting man. Little. Dude, it was. We watched it and we we're like, "Whoa!" It shot whoa. somebody at the end. Yeah, because us. at the end it, it, it indies and blows somebody's head off. <laughs> like, oh, we can't show this. Yeah, it was like the girlfriend and the girl goes, ah, and it runs off because we did a green screen stick, so yeah. it was in. It was in scene, like talking and moving. Dude, it was epic. Yeah, it was. It was really, really funny. Yeah, that when we did conservative comes out, the original concept that we had was which. You guys remember that video because it's like one of my favorites. But we, the original one was, it was a you come out to your parents as an ATF agent, and (laughs) the guy pulls in, and it's a whole other. It's the same. Now I see why there was a punting dog joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Dad, I have something. I have something to tell you. Like, and then we, the reveal is like, I'm an ATF agent, and I also drive electric cars. And it just like kind of like it, devolves into this, and it was super funny because like the dad starts smashing all the family photos in the fucking house, and it's like just tear this flat out of my house. I guess it doesn't fucking matter, does it? And he's like losing his shit when he like rips open the curtains, and it's just a it's, it's a post nuclear apocalypse. Like everything is fucking blowing up. It's and then it shifted into oh, this is. Actually, more funny if we did it this way. That but. one turned out so good. Those old skits we used to go. Man, I always I forgot about a lot of those. That was a good, oh. was a good era. That was when Facebook was crushing on views too. That was yeah. an average yeah. upload of I think it was like eighteen million views was our average. average. That's also when the algorithms average. weren't trying to go for ad revenue. Yeah. So like you could do two to three yeah. minute skit comedy and yeah. that would do really well. Well, and it, you could do things that were you didn't really worry about turning them them turning the switches off right yeah. it's like now now it's it it's, it it is the way you have to communicate to people that you're you know your customers so it's like oh man if they turn the switches off like what the fuck are we gonna do like go or you could be like us and not care yeah yeah that works Cody, really Cody's well like, for us like, yeah every day like fucking guns held to my head dude. Like, no stress at all <laughs> no stress at all and whatsoever it's just a gun right here like, uh. it's like dude, while you think about that like while i make this joke am i gonna have a career tomorrow yeah fuck it That's yeah hard. dude cody's videos are like it's just blurred out quacking now oh yeah 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 you can't you watch his police yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You I, can't. I, I, blur. I wonder sometimes how much that helps I don't know, man. I blur everything. I don't put gunshots in. It's quacking, and they still age-restrict my videos sometimes. Like, even though it's blurred, you could tell that was the moment of death. 
It's like it was fucking blurred. What do you right? mean you could see the moment of death? I will say the quacking has like it pissed me off when you first started doing it, but now it's like so endearing. Oh, I love it now. It's the, the yeah. they call it like the quacks of justice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a shirt so the quacks of That's, justice. That is that would that's be a, a good yeah. one. That's a Especially really good. what if you did this shirt with the duck on it? Oh yeah. shit. I like that God to do all the work. Quack. Quack. A rubber, a rubber duck, but it it's like quacking, but it goes bang. So it's like a, so a quack bang, quack, a quack, so bang. quack bang, quack bang out, quack bang out. Yeah, God, I, I like collab with Nick on that. Yeah, that's a good shirt. Mm. It, well, it really sucks that Nick couldn't be here because of the accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, anyway, I mean, he's healing though. It's Is just he? maybe, yeah. kinda. Not from the picture I saw. Yeah. What happened? His yeah. any cool gear from raiding the palaces? My favorite stories and seeing those pictures of like. The, Some of the dope shit people got the home golden dragonovs and shit. Mm. Oh, I had I have pictures of my, on my phone from those. Uh, <laughs> I I had I had all kinds of really really interesting experiences. You know, uh, I I I was in Baghdad when we first got into Baghdad. It's like one of my favorite favorite stories. Is like I come into this fifth group had uh, a compound and what became the the like right down where. Um, was this mine or yours or who's it? Um, I think that was me. It was my headphones. So we, we, there, there's a, a ghost uh, in the podcast. House. Yeah, oh, no shit. <laughs> it Ooh, came from over there. That's why my I was headphones over there. I was like, <laughs> so I, we, we get into Baghdad and it, and it became the, um, where the, the, I think it's, it's a coalition that where we essentially massed in downtown Baghdad, right across from the 4th of July bridge. And we had a fifth group compound there. And um, that one of the guys with they had one full fucking room full of like carpets, just nothing but carpets they'd taken out of all the different palaces, and they'd like stuffed them into this one giant warehouse, and it was just nothing but these like silk rugs everywhere. And like one of the guys is like sitting there smoking a cigarette, and he has his hand around like hand around you like this around this golden bust. It was like solid gold bust of Saddam. And he's like smoking his cigarettes. Like, well, this golden bust, man. It's pretty <laughs> sick. Anyway, I drove a Formula One car yesterday. That was <laughs> sick as fuck. <laughs> and you're like, what? He's like, yeah, it's right over there. You want to drive it? And I was like, it's really hard to drive. I was grinding <laughs> the gears. It's like Uday and Kusei had like Formula One cars and Ferraris and all this shit. So everybody was like, it was on a cannonball run. Like we were fucking rolling into Baghdad. <laughs> And we were racing to try to get to Baghdad and we we're hitting palace after palace after palace. And we were just like, fucking, what are we going to find? Like trying to find, like blow the fucking hinges off of safes and find any and everything that we could fucking pull out of there. And so I'm, the I've got this lonely planet guide. This is no shit. I have a lonely planet guide for Iraq. And I'm like, there's a palace on the Euphrates. I, 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 <laughs> let's go. in like the LA map of Bro, it was because... Our maps except were it's, shit. Except it's the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we're going to Babylon. There's a palace there because we were just looking for all the different palaces. We had like rough estimates as to some of where they were and some grid coordinates. 2,000 years ago, Jesus is born in a manger. 2,000 years later, you're driving an F1 car over, <laughs> the, <laughs> over the site of where this was. <laughs> and we, 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 we step into this palace, the first one that we hit, and uh, there's just people falling out of this like as soon as we're because we, we had to drive up this windy road to the top of this palace to overlook the euphrates and you're going up to this palace and you're like 
holy shit, dude, like we, we hit the fucking mother load. Like we are going in and we're going to have like, you know, we're going to load up our trailers full of gold and all kinds of crazy shit. But all these people are just fleeing out of this thing. They're all carrying like giant vases and carpets and everything. And it was crazy because it was complete chaos. And, uh, so we get into the house or the palace and we clear it. So we go through and we clear the entire thing. And by the way, you're also like, trying to find shit because you're like, this is fun. What the fuck are we going to pull off this target? And, uh, there was n literally nothing in it other than like a few rugs and some other bullshit in it. But we we're like, what's underneath it. There has to be like, you know, what's safe vaults, what's hidden in here. But it was wild, man. When you got out onto the deck and it overlooked the Euphrates right above the Babel, right around, right, right, right above Babylon where the, where the recreated ruins of Babylon were, we're in this palace. And then we went, once we cleared it, we went back through and tried to like pull any and all things that we could. So I, you didn't find anything. Like it, it had just been like completely ripped by, you know, all the looters before that. But we did that multiple times trying to find shit. And some guys, they, they got really lucky because they were hitting stuff. And one of my, one of my buddies was telling me they were like, Broco torch in this fucking safe out <laughs> and they're thinking like oh my god man we're gonna get they open it up and there's like a nike shoe in the middle of the floor <laughs> but it was wild man like like i'm telling you ferraris and formula one cars and like any and everything you can think of from like Ude and kuse and the and it's just the husseins in general they they consolidated all the wealth when we went to the airport which was the uh, the Royal Palace Complex in the airport, which is Saddam International Airport, we were the first one of the first ODAs there. I actually cleared what was called the Saddam International Airport Imagine before it turned into from Reagan International Airport to Saddam International. Airport. Yeah, yeah. Now, Cheney did that a few times, I think. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kept that too. <laughs> yeah. we, we had fucking done in the that. business. We call this foreshadowing, <laughs> and and. Uh, they had, he had like tigers and zebras. Like the sons had a, basically a mini zoo, but we also knew like they were throwing fucking bodies and shit to the to lions. Yeah. yeah. And then we were at one of the palaces and there's this big pond and it was beautiful. I mean, this place is like a palatial, no shit, like palaces. This isn't drug lord money. This is like R Middle Eastern oil money. This is... A trillion dollars. So to put it into perspective, what it can buy you is a lot of shit. And we're like, oh, hey, let's have fresh fish. And we're building like uh, C4 fucking bombs to throw in the pond so we could blow up the carp and get them to the surface so we could fucking have like carp dinner and things like that. It's like DOD funded fucking Louisiana Bro, fishing. I'm telling you, <laughs> the... Like, toss a stick of dynamite <laughs> in that river. Let's see what we get, boss. <laughs> Boom. But, but the, uh, uh, get it, get it. The single greatest amount of fun that I've had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever fish now and just have just thoughts back? You're like, nah. no. Be easier with C4 at Saddam's place. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Just clacking. Like, I just want to clack. You, when you're like racing your way into a capital after popping the top off a country, um, <laughs> It's fucking like, wild, man. That was the most Evan Hafer <laughs> fucking sentence I could have imagined. 
Evan Hafer. When you're Russian. <laughs> let's, let's not take into consideration any of the ethics or any of the things involved, but when you see the American fucking war machine... Never mind, that was the most... Don't, let's just delete some of this and then just consider like dude the, an invasion is the fucking most impressive act of like military power you can participate in that is like so impressive it also terrifies you because if you're on the side the winning side which obviously we were but when you see the the full might of the american military force it is fucking like it, it is like seeing the power of God, that it is it is truly witnessing it. When you see MLR, MLRS and tanks and everything working together as you're all coordinating your effort rolling fucking north, you, you I mean, not you, but you can squash the third largest military in the world in a matter of fucking days. And it's wild. And it, it, it was truly like the Wild West. Who wants better sex and to start having better sex right now? That's the best way to get started. Are you Canadian? I am for this ad read. <laughs> That's right. The best way to get started is go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off from any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. Like these. <laughs> also, it doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. Everything will be packaged discreetly, and you'll get that order fast. Don't wait. Better sex is just a click away. Go to adamandeve.com and use code UNSUB to save 50% off and get rush processing. The other day we were at JT's, and Evan's like, so uh, when are you going to do that long game? I was like, what? He's like, you know, do a long troll on Heather. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I haven't thought about it yet. There's so many options. <laughs> I know. What well, would be the The long good troll. thing about the long game is you can plan, and you're not under a time restraint. You know, it's not... It's not based on the the incident or something, right? You can't. You don't have to take advantage of the time. You can say the time that I have is like a year, so then you can play this really long game to where you can just lay the seeds as time unfolds. But you're not like setting your calendar. You're just kind of like I. I want to make sure that I'm going to cast a layer of doubt to maybe drive this person insane over the course of 18 to 24 months, right? That's kind of nice. It's a, it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It's called baggage. She's going to yeah, bring that yeah. into the next relationship. That's the point. The <laughs> thing that would, forever for everyone. <laughs> the thing that would bother me more than anything is if I tried that with a girl and then like let's say 12 months into a 24-month plan, we break up. Right. That would haunt me forever. I have unfinished business on the earth. Well, that's why you would stay with her till the end. And then when it's... No matter what. No matter what. Ride or die, you got to finish it. It's okay you suck that guy's dick. <laughs> You're my ride or die. I need you for 12 more months. I need you for 12 more months. It turns into the accountant. Like, oh, i got to finish. I have to finish. <laughs> I'm, not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Why are you okay. still with me? It's like, yeah, you'll find out later. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm working on something. <laughs> See it like that. <laughs> I'm working on something. Just so happy yeah. about it. So what are your big your big trolls? What is your most glorious troll in your active duty or CIA crazy mm. person? Man, that's that's a that's a good one. I think 
I had Tony, Tony Cowden, uh, you guys maybe know him or not. He's an SF guy. I worked with the Mountain Mosul. He was on the podcast. He was there when I lost, I lost this bet. And to, I had to donate and I had to wear an Obama shirt in DC when we went bar hopping, when we oh, got back. God. So there, I have a picture of like me and my buddy sitting there and he's laughing at me. He took the photo at me because they were fucking laughing at me and it, they thought it was hilarious. By the way, it was hilarious. I don't fucking care what people think because it was hilarious. And then I'm like, all right, well, I have to offset the donation. I better donate to the other side. But I was like, that's a lot of money. Maybe I'll just like donate 400. So <laughs> if I would have just like been thinking ahead, been like, oh, well, maybe 500, cancel it out because in fucking 12 years, this might be an issue. No, I guess I wasn't thinking that far ahead. But in Mosul, I had this shirt and I had the whole outfit, but then I added a drop leg holster to it. So I had a drop leg holster. I had two radios. So I had like two radios, drop leg holster. I had some grenades, a helmet. So I'd wear this helmet. I had all this shit. I had a can of Copenhagen like rolled into the sleeve. And there's a, there's a new, uh, new guy showing up. He's a, he's, he's a former SF guy. He'd just gone through CAG selection and done a bunch of other stuff and he's flying in it's the only guy coming off the plane i pull up to the tarmac and i sit there because i'm like i can't wait for this fucking guy to get off this plane and see this glorious bastard standing here the plane is taxing and the pilot is pulling in towards me and as he turns the plane he moves his head and he's like his mouth falls open that's how fucking stupid i looked <laughs> It was amazing. Yeah, the pilot's like, what the fuck? And so Marshall, was his name, he he walks up. He's like, oh, uh, you my ride? I'm like, I'm your ride. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start talking to him. I'm like, so are you like a Navy SEAL or something? Or what do you guys do? Because those SEALs are hot. They're like super hot. Their abs are hot. And he's like, No. I'm a green beret. I'm like, Oh, cool. Are they like seals or what do they do? You know? And, uh, I'm like, but you got to wear your helmet safety first. So I give him this helmet and oh I give him eye pro. So he's putting on fucking helmet and eye pro. And I tell I him, I, I tell him that I'm the chief of the base. So I tell him I'm in charge of this whole thing. So he doesn't know. He's never worked for the agency before in his life. He has no fucking clue who I am other than like this dude shows up with a drop lake holster, two radios, a hand grenade, and a Hillary for president shirt with a life jacket and a helmet and I pro on and talking in a crazy list. Like, so you like a Navy SEAL? I mean, I see those guys and I'm putting those, when I'm talking, I'm like, everybody's always out in the yard working out. Like I run these workouts every day, you know, for two hours. Most of the time I'm not working out. I'm just like writing down numbers, making sure guys form is good. That's the way I'm talking to him. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And I continue to have, I mean, we're on the base. He has to wear his helmet. So I keep fucking telling him he has to keep, keep his helmet on everywhere we go. I take him to the base. I give him a tour and everybody else in base knows what's going on too. So they, they're read in on this whole thing. They're like, hey, did you meet Chief? Oh, he's an interesting guy, right? He's going to want to talk to you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Alone. Uh, <laughs> so I go through the whole thing. He's wearing his fucking helmet the entire time with iPro, by the way, on base. 
And I'm talking to him about all this fucking crazy Which, shit. Which, if, if you don't know this, when you're like head pro helmet, it is the last thing you want to wear. The last thing. Period, Period. overseas. Especially when you're inside the wire, you're like, oh my fucking God, I hate this guy even more that I have to wear these yeah. two pieces of equipment. This is fucking miserable. Miserable. And it was just some stupid... I mean, sometimes you would go to different bases. They have these rules and you'd hate bureaucrats and making rules. So I like go through this entire thing. I walk him through the entire base, bring him back to the team room. And I was like, Hey man, you really think that I'm the fucking chief of base? (laughs) (laughs) He turns to me and he's like, what? He does not compute. I'm like, I'm just fucking with you. Like, there's no fucking way I'm the chief of base. One, I'm like 30 years old. Two, like, <laughs> what in the fuck? You really? He's like, I don't know. Well, I don't fucking know. And he got so mad. He like throws his fucking gear in the locker, doesn't talk to me for two weeks. And we're on the same team. He won't even fucking talk to me. <laughs> won't talk to me. Won't look at me. It's just like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. So it took me like two weeks. And then finally I was like, are you still mad about that? He's like, I'm never going to be not mad about that. It's so like, got serious. You, got you, bro. Yeah, got you. <laughs> I, I, I fucking nailed that dude. Like, pinned. So that was good because it was like multiple hours. It was a solid three-hour play where I really, really had to sell some shit. And it was fucking, it was, it was hilarious because he got so mad. Well, a lot of those times when you're in those situations, as I've told the story before, it's like yelling at the general. We had General Boozer, who's like a one or two star, and I'd just yell at him. Like, the first time he got in the striker with me, he got up in the hatch. I was like, ah, you're fucking old. What the fuck? And he was like, what? He was like, what? I was like, hi. What was it like fighting with Abraham Lincoln, sir? <laughs> and after that, homeboy would not say a goddamn thing to me. He gave me a coin. When he was walking, he had no head cap. He was walking. Uh, we were on a cob. He was walking to the chow hall. And I'm, like, walking through, and I see him walking without his headgear on. I'm like, Sir, put your fucking headgear on. He was like, oh. he almost went at Aisa. And he's like, Quavis, do fucking push-ups. What the fuck are you yelling at me for? I'm like, Roger, sir. I just learned that from a young age. I was like, oh, I just, I just fuck with these people. They'll usually not fuck with me back. This is great. Or I'll just have to do 10 push-ups, but they'll laugh at me and do everything else. I was like, okay, I'm gonna write that note down. Close that and save that for later. Hey, you find out who's cool. Yeah. You find out like who your people are that you can communicate with without like a level of seriousness that is just not appropriate for what you're doing. It's like there's a time to be serious. Trust me, I can be as serious as they. they I mean, there's we've seen maybe them. a couple times where you're like, yeah, I got to be serious. Most ninety nine percent of the time, like I try to be a jackass because it's more fun. Like I try. It's like it's fucking hilarious. It's like okay, man, we're moving up on a breach. Like you know, like set explosives like i got all the way up until the breach goes off to be fucking funny (laughs) (laughs) i still got like 10 more seconds i still got like 10 more seconds man like i I got to get a couple more jokes in this is super funny four dick man (laughs) exactly yeah yeah you get it like oh look at this it's a bunny set the explosives throw it in there like yeah you know like there's 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 plenty of times you can be a complete and utter idiot and have a lot of fun. Like I, I mean, and it, and it provides a lot of levity to this, to the situation. I had to go scoop, um, a, like when, when dudes clock off in front of gates, like somebody has to go pick Clean it up. up. And when you have a small base, it smells like barbecue. 
when you have a small base, like it is, it is dig. what it is. Like it's fucking glad bags and you know, if you're lucky, you get a shovel, but it's like put on your fucking gloves and go, you know, find them, go fucking pick them up. Those pieces fly far. They do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they do. <laughs> like a lot yeah. of people don't realize that we went, it was on a roof. We have, we found one on a four yeah. story roof. One like guy clacked off and we were upstairs looking around. It's like, Found it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> like, found the head. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> I love how you're just like straight up like the boom box will say anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, and, uh, my buddy, he was like uh, doing something. I can't remember. It was like had this dude's leg and I was like, this guy's still kicking your ass. And uh, <laughs> Jesus. Our, so, when I like pull back <laughs> for a second, I'm like, if you've not experienced this, we do sound kind of fucked up. I don't know. I, you guys tell me. It is what it is. We're like, a bad, it's, we're it's a bad not, judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right like people, people think this is like some kind of like, you know, movie and they, they get to like shoot everything and do all this really cool stuff. And then they don't have to like clean up the fucking mess. Well, okay, man. Yeah. You, there's still a lot of cleanup that has to take place, which fucking sucks. It's it's like, I always wanted one. I just wanted one sector where, it was like, when you deploy and you just did war, they made the soldiers collect their brass after a fire. Because yeah. <laughs> that was my biggest fear Get going over there. It's like, do we have to pick up brass over there? Because they teach you, you have to pick up all brass. It's part of the contract. Uh, Lake City, Lake City needs to reload all this shit. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, can up all the ammo. Yeah, Chris just got blown up. up. Ceasefire. <laughs> like, hold on, guys. Ceasefire, everybody. Uh, clean up your brass. Crispy, Crispy just got blown up. They're making them clean up their brass. <laughs> on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Get out here right now. <laughs> the faster you get this done, soldier, the faster we get you to the hospital. <laughs> Burt hands. Just that wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> It's just attached to a skin. It's like gum. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's like a tape strip? Yeah. Oh, oh, just using his yeah. arm as a tape strip. Oh, Crispy, we love you. Thank you for your yeah. service. <laughs> Sincerely. That's yeah. awful. That's it is. amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is. Brandon's now an honorary vet thanks to that you episode. You guys fucking suck. Dude, I, dude all the memes. Eli decided <laughs> to uh, make my life very difficult and make me very uncomfortable. So Why? we did a Veterans Day episode. And the entire time he's trying to get a frame on camera of him pinning his purple heart to me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Get that shit the fuck away from me. No, no, no. He's like, oh, yeah. So what, when were you deployed? What, what, what did you, what, like, did it, don't you even fucking start with me right now? So we were thanking him for his service, all this. And then after Reddit has a heyday, YouTube's thanking him for his service now. Reddit is on my been, comment section. No way. Yeah, and then Reddit is posting him with a medal of honor. Like they're doing like, good like Photoshop good photo jobs. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. They're I'm putting purple like, hearts on oh my I God, have people in awesome. my comment section making up my fucking combat history and <laughs> wow. all my deployments every day. I'm like, guys, you... One dude. episode of Brandon's now a bet. <laughs> we gotta do this. This is so good. That's so two Evan. <laughs> yeah. This is so good. I was like, yeah. I didn't think Reddit would take it to the level. I was like, oh God, they're having a heyday with this one. Yeah. I, as soon as I showed up that day, I'm like, man... I know why I'm here. <laughs> this is, I'm part of the bit. <laughs> I stood up, walked across, pulled my purple heart out of its box. I was like, this is for you, Brandon. Brandon, I'm not wearing that thing. We were talking about Clint Romache and how he just carries his in his 
dude. He, well, he he gave it to Rich, and Rich wore it around for like two hours. Did you hear that story? Yeah, oh, we told. Am it. I not supposed to say it? No, oh. we told it. All. Oh my god, oh, it's dude. awesome, <laughs> dude! So hilarious because like seeing him walk around with an MOH, like <laughs> oh Rich god. being Rich with an Rich. Oh my god, that, that guy is a fucking national treasure. Like, I don't know of too many people that are more funny than that guy. That's one, hands down, one of the funniest dudes you will ever oh, yeah. meet. One hundred percent. I don't know a single other person that I've ever met that has that sort of natural funny energy, <sighs> and just that that just the amount of energy he has without drugs. Mm-mm. No, never met one. He's just and now uh, he tore into the. Off. He might be on drugs though. I don't know. Under well, he gets drug tested. Oh, well. So he says. So he says. Lane, Cody, yeah. is that true? I've seen not? Bad Lieutenant. I know what they <laughs> fucking do. <laughs> He's a, what, lieutenant now? Detective. Yeah, he yeah, got a lieutenant detective. Got, yeah, he ended up getting promoted. Dude, did you see the picture? He's been doing his squats. Oh, with his. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, he dude. had that cake yeah, out. Yeah, Rich, yeah. Rich is all caked up in it, man. He's really? wearing like super tight pants and he's like swearing in to his new position. The, all the comments. All the comments. It's him <laughs> getting sworn in. Like this, it should be like congratulations. Everyone's like that ass. Though. Yeah, damn boys, <laughs> like cake emojis all over the place. God damn, officer dump truck, you can knee on my neck anytime. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Holy shit! So you were just on Joe Rogan. How was yeah. that experience? You're you're actually friends. That was a hell of a that was a hell of a right now. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. from that joke to yeah. Joe Rogan. Well, they had a couple jokes like that at the yeah, comedy <laughs> mothership. It was fucking wild. You're just over there trying to chase that monetization icon back. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's the third time. Third time I've done it. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Like I. If I have a lot of coffee, I can be like, I go full blackout mode. I, I was saying a lot of weird shit about like how stupid communism is and like how it's a failed Based ideology and you just need to like, like eliminate it from the globe. Like, you know, why, why do you even try? It's just, it base, should base, be illegal. So I was just one, like, one eh. coffee later. I mean, like, Mer, you know, <laughs> talking like, about like, Failed political ideologies. Yeah, one coffee later. Everything. Like, ah! One coffee later. I, we were talking about, uh, I think we started the entire thing talking about how oh, there's like, we were talking about this morning. I started the whole thing talking about like, I, I read this statistic where 16% of the American population is below an 85 IQ, which yeah. doesn't make them, it excludes them from military service because they don't have a job. And considering how big the military is, <laughs> there's not a job for them to to do so when you think about like 40 plus million people like okay well that's a lot of people um how does that impact 40 million people is that's 15 percent of the total populace in the united states that's what he was saying with that that, that's i I talked about i I heard uh jordan peterson talk about that where he's just Mm -hmm. like yeah like that is the minimum IQ for you to be able to do anything Mm -hmm. in the military without it being a detriment to the military Mm -hmm. more so than you're serving yeah, and so it's like, terrifying. That's, yeah, and dude, that's a good chunk of the population. You're so dumb, mm-hmm. they won't let you get shot. Like, mm-hmm. that's or insane, clean the dude. toilet. Well, yeah. And they, and they like, don't consider it ethical. They can't put you in the military because if if you have below a certain IQ, you can't go to war. Yeah, so they're being nice to the special kids. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's how we uh, like kicked it off, and we we're talking for you know quite a while, and it was it was fun. Like I like Joe, and, and this is not like you know like. 
I've been friends with him now for a few years. He's really, really fun to hang out with. And I mean, he's just a fucking cool guy. I, I know everybody says that. Everybody's like, oh, you know, but he is like we, we hunt together and we mainly talk about hunting and, you know, we talk a lot of archery. We talk a lot about whatever, but yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. Like just period, just like you would think he is. He's a fucking comedian. He is funny. But he's also like hardworking. He has that drive behind him, which I think we all gravitate towards. Like, yeah. that's why I love this group of people. It is the drive that is behind them. It's not making excuses. It's like, I want to grow. I want to continue to create. I want to continue to grow. I want to make businesses. I want to do whatever. And you're like, fuck, it's motivating. It. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's so fucking motivating to be around. And that's what, what I, I like about Joe is that he's not like people try to cancel him for the people he's got on or like the, the, the positions he takes. He's not the guy with the answers, but he's a really fucking good interviewer mm -hmm. and he knows he what questions to ask. And he's just genuinely curious. He just wants to learn more shit. And he'll never bat any, uh, he'll say that out front. It's like, Hey, I'm not an expert in this. I am a comedian that runs a podcast that likes fighting. I'm the fear factor guy. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, I don't take my word for science. It's like that's what these guys are for. I'm just interviewing. Which, if you shit on somebody for interviewing random people, that's on you, not on Joe Rogan. No, no. I, I, it, there's so many different shows, and there's so many different people have been on that. Like, just listening, and I, I mean, three hours for a podcast is like that's a lot either way, but. <clears throat> there's such a wide variety of people that show up there. It's hard not to be entertained by who he's got on the show. And if he can unpack certain, you know, ideas or whatever it might be, you get a little bit more insight into some of these people and what they're saying. Like, I think it's, I think, you know, podcasters in general are fucking amazing for that because you can get information out. You can talk to a wide variety of people. You can get different perspectives, and, you know, not to be too serious, but it's fucking awesome because mainstream media is dog shit. Like, it's, it's dog shit. It's formatted. It's owned by advertisers. You can't say anything. Like, it's, it's just so bad. And thank God we, I mean, thank God we got something like, like these things. Like, and, and podcasts are one of the only forms of consuming media we have left in 2023 that's actually, like, long form, not ADD, not clipped up into eight seconds. Like... It's actual long form content that you can actually just put your entire mental focus into or, you know, put on in the background, whatever. But it's, it's mm -hmm. long, long form content. Long, so long you can actually form. have discussions that, you know, are meaningful and not just drive by you know, intellectualism or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which I like. And we were talking about that with um, Cody was the weightlifter guy. You were. Oh, Sam Sulek. Sam Sulek. It's this new age. So like a new age of entertainment where you see these. YouTubers like Sam are popping off game 2 million in a single year and it's long form, slow digestible content that's not fast cuts, no thumbnails, nothing crazy, but now these dudes are taking the fuck off. So we're seeing if it's this new this new wave where people want this style of content. I mean, it's interesting. That's why I love him like, huh, it's like it's working now. It's like Charlie too, man, voice critical. He doesn't have cuts. That, that man will sit and talk for 15, 20, 30 minutes, no cuts, and still interesting as fuck. And talk like, like this the yeah. entire time. I've never noticed that about us. He stuff. might have one cut or two cuts every couple of videos, but there are sometimes he'll sit there for 20 minutes and just talk. I don't know how I never noticed that. I you mean, never know? Yeah, Charlie no, doesn't no. cut, bro. Well, I, to be fair, I don't watch a lot of his content, but like every once in a while, I'll, I'll click on something he's done. I'd never noticed that. Yeah, who do you guys watch outside of like 
You watch his channel. Like, you watch his channel. No, that's that's it. God, you guys I are watch, so hot. Too. Watch You're Sam Sulek and Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like you both just pointed at each other. <laughs> yeah. When you guys it. watch and you both went like that, I'm like, uh-huh. I watch <laughs> I can't wait for the marriage episode. Well, uh, well according to according to the unsub Reddit well and the podcast, I guess we are getting married, but uh, I watch his stuff. I watch like Corridor Digital, Meat Canyon, oh, yeah. Meat Canyon yeah, yeah, Second yeah. Channel, dude, Papa Me, dude, Papa Me. If you, dude, Papa Me. If you've not watched, Papa I just, me. I literally just pulled it up when you guys were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Let's, dude, let's his see. editor, Nick, uh, yep. Nick, uh, Papa. Oh, you Bo- know his editor? Yeah. yeah. Hook us up. I need. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not <laughs> buying, yeah. No, no, seriously, the way they do retention beats and comedy beats and everything is really like hats off to him. It's very well done. It's amazing, dude. The Ooh. thumbnails are. God, I know, like everything, so and it's, ah, oh, man, I just get so, I'm like, oh, but it motivates you for watching what works and understanding why it works. I'm like, okay, I gotta, we gotta do the same thing, because his channel now, he's doing, what, half a mil to a mil out per upload yeah. easy yeah. on and his. Yeah, what what he was telling me, too, is um, Hunter, uh, Mikan, he loves doing the second channel, and that's yeah. why you see him putting, like, four videos a week out on there. Because like when he does main channel stuff, he gets like five million views, ten million views, whatever. Once a but month, it's so much fucking work. Whereas yeah. his second channel, he just gets to—he's an organically funny person. Oh yeah, and he gets to just be himself on camera, and that—that's so conducive to just like a creative mind. It's awesome. To and watch. he uses his voices in the Papa Meat too. Yeah, Dude, and so then good. him and um. A Wendigoon starting their podcast, yeah. which I'm super stoked. Wendigoon starting two podcasts. Yeah, Wendigoon's got one with Charlie now too. Speaking of Charlie. Yeah, yeah, it's Windigoon and Charlie, and then yeah, Papa Meat and Windigoon have one coming out. We need to get him back on the podcast. Oh, he he t- he talked to me last night. He said he would love to come down and be on this podcast again. Fuck so yes. Papa Meat coming soon. Oh, oh, both. Oh, yeah, we'll get Windigoon. Oh, which and one? Windigoon or yeah. Papa yeah, Meat? Yeah, all, all of them. All of them want to come. Yeah. down. Do you know Windigoon? Uh, mm-hmm. Meat Canyon's coming down. Yeah. No. Oh well, there you go. That's you know, but everyone's yeah. coming. Teaser. Lots to come. I love it. Dude, yeah. Windigoon, if you've never watched Windigoon, he is one of the most well-spoken, again, a dude that blew up in two years. No cuts. This dude used an iPhone for his first million subscribers. He has two, 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 of which, <laughs> two of which he made about me. Yeah. Like, Calling me B-tier, Brandon. <laughs> I still love that joke. Very dude, funny. B-tier? Dude, so, Five-hour long videos. Five hour long, and they get like in three days, dude. Uh, the Blood Meridian, he did a yeah. book review that was three oh. hours or five hours long. Yeah, five you told hours. me yeah, about yeah. Blood Meridian. Yeah, actually, we were, the, we were at the shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He did a review on Blood Meridian. It wasn't really a review. It was like a summary. Like he was going through. He would read yeah. sections of the book, and it was like kind of like a quarter of the audiobook essentially, but just like he would summarize things and talk about the deeper meanings and whatnot. It was so fucking good. Three million views in like two days. And it's seriously five, five hours. hours. Five fucking huh. hours. He's a great storyteller. Like, he's just a very, very talented storyteller. Yeah, when you have him. He's like, going to be massively oh. uncomfortable. We're saying all this about him, by the I way. Love, dude. Hey, dude, him and Hunter, I, did you watch him? <laughs> They're, like, trying to compliment each other. Yeah. yeah. It's that gun that comes out. Like, <laughs> they're that, that team, they have it going on. I'm so excited for what they come up with. You have to check out Windigoon. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll listen to this podcast or watch it. Uh I don't know, every I'm other sorry. week. No, no. I, I, Most of the time, it's like, if you guys are on it, then I'll listen to it <clears throat> or I'll watch it's it. It's about to be a lot more. <laughs> it's a lot that, more. Like, I didn't know Fat Electrician, like, literally until he was on Unsub. And then I got turned on to his channel. It's like, that's a fucking great channel. Like, it's guy's really amazing. Good. That's so another good. guy that's who another I don't one. miss. Yeah. yeah, I don't miss his videos. Dude, I, he's awesome. Like, his videos are great. Like, the guy's 
clearly articulate. He understands the information he's putting out. Like it's fucking awesome. Like, and he so, makes it fun. He makes yeah, it yeah. so much yeah. fun. Cause as he said, he's like, historians miss that, ele- that human element to mm-hmm. the story. So he adds in, he finds that he uncovers and he adds that to the story and you get to watch like his, um, who's the crazy vet from McNasty. World War II? McNasty. Yeah. That was a great video. Sliding down. Like such sl- a good, dude, such a eggs. good video. Yeah. Uh, you know, we could rename this part of the podcast. Uh, Unsub talks about itself. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about this. this is how great we are, guys. Yeah. Listen about all the great shit we do. <laughs> all the great dope. guests we're going to have. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, though. So, like, when you, let's say you go on Unsub or you go on Rogan or you go on yeah, something yeah. like that. Do you go back and watch yourself no. on it? No, I, I, I despise watching myself and uh, m- most anything other than skits. I think what I watch you, the skits because it's funny. <sighs> Not that I, I hate watching myself too, man. I have to sometimes like just to review the video the yeah. first time. I'll watch it one time, be like, all right, video's good to go, push it out. Right. But I won't go back yes, and. Sir. I'm like a masochist because I'll go back and watch it every time, and I don't enjoy it. Like I am so f- I'm, I, I watch it to be like critical. Of myself, yeah, yeah. like am it's I a talking gameplay over or people? something. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's I have to go back and watch it. And I'll watch it thinking about how other people that I know are going to watch it and how they would react to it. It's kind of weird. I've I've tried I've tried to go back because there are things that I don't like about my speech. Mm-hmm. Where you know I'll, I'll use that was perfect. You know I use that I don't know too many times. So it's a it's a pause in the conversation instead of saying, um, you say, you know, or something like that. I really wish Eli would close like the door of the bathroom before he'd just, you know, mm. take a piss, but he just drives me a bit. <laughs> Use the fucking, the man silencer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I should probably, I should probably watch more just so I can tighten whatever I'm saying up, just fucking tighten it up because most of the time I just babble. We're all good at that. Yeah. Thank God for jump cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. God for G Van. Just what a what a cock on that guy, right. by the way. Real, real, real nice man. Real nice man. All the way around. Very round. Yeah. Cock. Just makes him sound fat. Yeah, I'm not the fat cock. Oh well, there yeah. you go. Okay. The fattest of the penis. Okay, there we go. I yeah. can't watch any of my own stuff. I've never watched a single episode of Unsubscribe. Not a I, single one. I haven't either. I'd be completely honest. Yeah. I've I, never watched an unsubscribe before. I, I watch them as soon as they come out. I because I, I have to I don't know. For me, the feedback is helpful. Hmm. But I don't remember the majority of, of unsubscribes we've done. That's true. Well, for one reason or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're still sober till tomorrow. I'm so I've got tomorrow, guys. This is today is the uh, 29th, so I have one more day of sobriety. It's been 25 days now, I think. Damn. Yeah. Dude, look how jacked you got, though. <laughs> look how many videos came out. If you want to know Cody's weakness, it's alcohol. Yeah. I like that. Ow, god damn. <laughs> There's six Tito's bottles sitting like, over there. We're prepping up. I just like Cody's kryptonite. He's like, give me the kryptonite. Oh, there we go. There we go. He takes kryptonite. He's like, I made 12 videos and millions of dollars this month. I- <laughs> Time to get drunk again. Time to go back to two videos a month. <laughs> that's, that's not going to have any lasting implications with the comment section of your videos. <laughs> Cody, stop. Cody's not uploading. <laughs> get out of the gutter. <laughs> 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 
Say hi to Eli. <laughs> and it's just him again. <laughs> she just goes right back. I'm like, oh, no. It's like the GTA wasted on both of us. Like, just, yeah, we get canceled immediately. Yeah, oh, man. Our editor leaks yeah. all our shit. I said something on Twitter yesterday. The canceling hit me a little bit. Oh, uh, what'd Wait, you say? what happened? Um, you know the, the new Fallout uh, live action is coming out. Hey, well, oh, I, I did watch the trailer. Was the trailer good or bad? Mm, I don't know. I, Evan, I just saw so that Fallout's one screenshot. Fallout's a video game. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I got so, it. Yep. It's a video game that takes. It's basically place. about modern day New Mexico. That got nuked. No, it's just modern, modern day, day New Mexico. Mexico. Mind, Poverty right. ridden, yep. just fucking hellhole. Yeah. So where there's mutants, just replace it, or Mexicans replace it with mutants, and now yeah, you have the story from Fallout. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a lot of gun violence and double wides in the middle of the desert, and it's that's Fallout. That sounds Vegas. fun. Oh, I hate that's what it is. Yeah. Evan, do yeah. we do we ever tell you about Swagger Souls coming out here and shooting at the range with us? No. Huh. So you know um, Swagger. Mm. He he he, he, wear, he he has a radio voice and he wears a not like a knight's helmet all the right. time in his videos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. he's got the really great yeah. voice. Uh, he he came out here. And he picked out a bunch of guns from Brandon's AK place, and we took him to the to the range that you guys had. He was just he was operating like all of them perfectly. Some of the stuff that Brandon didn't even know how to do. Yeah, a really obscure shit. Yeah, like stuff that when I bought it, I didn't quite know like how to extend the stock on because right. like the calico or whatever, just shit that doesn't. It's not normal gun stuff. Right. But it, flawlessly. Yeah, it, it turns out like he was in Australia with the rest of his gaming crew that he runs around with during the height of COVID when they wouldn't let you out of the house and you had to have like a ticket and check in and you got an hour a day outside. No one else could be around like all that crazy shit. So he was playing VR and there were a couple of VR games with guns in them. And he learned how to operate every single fucking <laughs> firearm through VR <laughs> video games. And I guess they're spot on. Cause he came over and was just killing it, man. I was impressed. He's yeah. like, yeah, I've shot a gun a couple times. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It was, it was impressive. Even the boys last week, they, they've shot maybe what, one time before, and they cleared the Texas tree. Yeah. The first the Texas start cleared it the first time. Really? These guys have only Well, with your race gun, though. Yeah, but that's still, yes, it's the, it was like the, old the race STI. gun. Yeah. But they still, first time without missing, they're like, tink, 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 tink. And we're like. Where, so where did they get? Their main content is VR. VR. Huh. Literal okay. VR yeah, training is sense. all they're doing. Yeah. But that the makes military sense. has been taking notes on this shit for so long. They're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Jesus Christ, what? We're just getting that quick information pieces in there. Dude, that shit's crazy. It's funny when me. they turned around, though, because like one of them like missed one, but literally like six shots cleared a five-star. He's just like, oh, damn, I missed one. And he turned around, we're just like, yeah, no, that's good. That's fine. And then they're, they're like this too. with the gun. They're like, they're just handing it off because then they don't know what to they do. Don't know what you're to like, do. Yeah, yeah. oh, this is fucking great. You're safe. You're terrifyingly accurate with never shooting a firearm before. VR works. Now I get to clear it. This is great. And then no fear shooting right. any of the guns either. Huh. And now all you like VR fucks who've never shot a gun before, all right, calm down. You're not John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> or are you? Take or the are you? Or Take the officer service weapon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your, your message. Make sure you take that thing. We you need you it. pay taxes, it's yours. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you play VR, you don't pay taxes. <laughs> so, Evan, let's hear some moto shit from you to motivate. Moto? Yeah, I want a motivational, Evan. It's one of my favorite things. We, guys, you, one of my favorite sayings I learned from this man was we don't, we, you don't work for us. We work for you at the end of the day. Everything we do isn't for our own benefit. It is to benefit you guys. It is to motivate you guys. It is to make you laugh, smile, 
because you provide us with these opportunities to do these amazing things. That's why I like until it's time to joke about firing you. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah, until and until then you then. don't know 50 <laughs> 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 What was uh, it like getting like because you are like I, I respect the shit out of you of what you've done in that space because you come from Green Beret, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you, thank you. Special Forces, man. To the CI doing all that stuff, and then um, and now during the that CIA, time, not CI. He, he wasn't a rat. Yeah, it was three yeah. letter word. Three, <laughs> three letter. Three letter. Is he? Ah, uh, yeah. uh, no. I mean, I I left that world like ten years ago now. So, but I'm, during I'm that barely out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were like, hey, now I'm gonna learn coffee during, and that's where I, that's your aut- that's your tism power. You're like, I like coffee. I it's just whatever I'm into. Like it doesn't really matter. I'm I'm into coffee. I've been into coffee since 1997, which is that's quite quite a while. I started roasting that it. You know the <clears throat> fucking day. <laughs> I've been roasting it for since 2006 ish, uh, and it was it was a hobby. I would come home and I was like, I would concentrate on on the R's, which is like R and R was a term that we used to use all the time. But it was like reading, running, roasting. Like those are the things that I would do. And uh, my wife actually had a coffee shop in Denver. Uh, she was a coffee person. She's also a she's a ultra runner. When we connected it was like well, i'm gonna build a coffee shop when did you when did you meet her along the way uh 2012 so 2012 we met she she was at this cool coffee shop in denver and what game do you spit like zero i mean i, I don't have a lot like <laughs> you like coffee i like coffee well cool we should go coffee sometime and she's like we're in a coffee shop dumbass like you want coffee? Uh, I just picture you like, I won't have sex with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you titties nice. <laughs> We're in a coffee shop, but I see you're without children. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're single. What's that mean? What? Um, uh, espresso, please. Um, it smells like you're ovulating. <laughs> you look like you might be so horny you're blind. Is that true? If that's the case, of the time it works. Every time. <laughs> uh, I, I just, but it's everything that that, that I get into. I just like sink a hundred percent of whatever I have into it because it's it's I I, I, I can't help myself. I have to like. It, it, I, I say this thing, it's like the more you peel the onion, the more it makes you cry at times because the more that you get into the details of things, the more interesting it becomes. And coffee is very much like that. And I, I don't want to go too far into coffee because we'll lose the entire audience because they're going to be like, fuck off. Like I'm done done with this conversation. But it's the same thing. Like well, it's not, being it's in a- commando or trying to be a commando or doing those things, like you have to be an artisan of the craft. And it's anything that you do. Like I think... M- Everybody here, you guys are creators. I'm creative. Everybody's creative. Well, how do you become the best at what you're doing? I have no interest in being average. Like that's not that's not a thing that I aspire to because I'm I'm average, but I'm trying to run the whole machine in the red. Right? It's um, you know maybe above average IQ with you know five seven 160 pounds. Like I got to run the machine in the red all the time, and I don't have the ability to run it at 75 or 50% because if I do, that means I'm 75 or 50%, which isn't good enough. It drives me fucking bananas. And so for me, it's, it's, it's actually not to get too fucking deep, but there's, um, uh, was it 
eudaimonia. Eudaimonia is this term that actually it, it was phrased from Greek mythology and Greek philosophy more appropriately. And if you follow the footsteps from uh, the roots of Western philosophy into what we're doing now, when you're talking about your purpose, your mission, and defining who you are with virtue and courage, and when you start to take really heavy pieces of wisdom out of that, and when I look at wisdom, uh, justice, and we're balancing those two things with the ability to plug in courage on top of that, you've got this very specific playbook that has been templated over thousands of years and it's been pressure tested over thousands of people that have been more intelligent than me that have been born into different and worse circumstances and they've been able to accomplish much more so i try to go to this this point which is um eudaimonia is striving to be to accomplish very difficult things for the action of fulfillment and happiness through accomplishing very difficult things. So finding happiness and fulfillment through accomplishing things that you don't necessarily think that you can do, but then building confidence in the action. And uh, that's one of the things I've, I've just done my entire adult life is, hey, I'm gonna go try. If, if I fail, What's the worst? We're all headed to the same place. Not, you know, not to address mortality, but we're all headed to the same place. The finish line for us is we're all going to be equalized at the end. So we've got to get everything we can out of the short amount of time that we're here. And if we don't, we're doing a disservice to the opportunity that's been given to us. It's We've been born into this incredible country, it, not to go on a political rant, but like, man, this is truly the land of opportunity. We can drive ourselves to be what we want to be. And if we don't take advantage of that opportunity, we're wasting our lives. So for me, I'm wringing the sponge. That's all I'm doing. I'm like, I'm going to get every fucking ounce out of this thing. So TLDR, you're going to die one day, do rad shit. Yes. Yeah. It's like... Nothing separates you from... like. Everyone is a human at the end of the day. Genghis Khan, he grew, dude was a step kid, nothing. Just like a fucking poor ass person. A lot of people, the greats in uh, throughout history have been nothing that rose to that. Because rose through the ranks and became one of the world's greatest. Yeah, exactly. And now <laughs> we you're everyone has, to DNA. DNA. Everyone has a dream. Dude. <laughs> yeah, everyone has a Greatness dream. Greatness is in your finger. Yeah. He wanted to cure global climate change. So he killed <laughs> a majority of the populace to do that. But as you're saying, it's everyone has that chance to do something great or to actually try in their expertise or something that yeah. they, they, they gravitate towards. Just a lot of people don't do that because they're uncomfortable. Second people get uncomfortable, you will see people quit. Uncomfortability is gym, is waking up each day and being like, hey, I remember when I moved to Utah, when we all moved, we yeah, literally yeah. everyone yeah. moved to Utah the first time, and you had taken out credit debt just to get Black Rifle going at mm -hmm. that time. Didn't start off, if it wasn't handed, like $2 billion, like, here oh, you go. He has a logger. Yeah. <laughs> like my dad's a logger. Like, if I didn't build it, it will, like, there's nobody writing me a check. 
But, and that's the thing. It was that knowing the circumstance, understanding the risks, and then being motivated enough to pull through those trials and tribulations. Like, hey, I'm going to make this happen no matter what. Same for Cody, same yeah. for Brandon. Everyone's done that on Something their that level. Something that I've also like noticed is, and I think this is just the way that men are wired, is it's not necessarily like you accomplishing your goal is not what drives you. It's not what gets you out of bed in the morning. It's, it's, it's not what gives you a dopamine, serotonin, whatever. It's being on the journey and knowing that you are succeeding at the mm -hmm. goal and not having succeeded. Because once you hit that goal, you're just, you know, lost. Yeah. So you find the next goal. It's the next mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it, you. You will. You'll never be happy after you hit a goal. You're yeah. happy when you're doing a good job at getting right. to that goal. That chase. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I find like the most invigorating it's like fuck this has to come together and i have to continue because i'm not gonna let it fail i'll hit my speed bumps i'll hit my failures but i will make sure that goal hits its market dude that hit me hard like as soon as i got to the point where i considered myself successful as far as you know i did the thing i wanted to do since i was like 15 16 i'm a big gun tuber youtuber i'm making all this money i'm doing all this stuff whatever like dude i felt the most empty i didn't know where to go Congress. <laughs> well, that's yeah. you know. Let's go. This well, is what but, we do. Unfortunately, it's like goal obtain achievement unlocked. Congress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, while, while that's something like I do actually genuinely care about, like I think that's something that is yeah. important that needs to be done. It's it, that does prove the point of like, dude, you you have to always have that next thing. You need to have a bigger thing, a thing that you think is a goal worth accomplishing that you are on your way toward. Like, yeah. If you don't have that, like, who are you? That, I truly believe that. Yo, what if what if your dad wanted to give you a loan? But he's like, this motherfucker gave me a snake. It's very true. Like, hey, you, son, you, open this cooler. I got a loan for you. Got, I, hey, there's some cash in there, Evan. Why don't you check that out? It was the like, cobra. Ah. It's happy in the neck. Ah. Yeah. yeah, bitch. Oh, dad, yeah. I chose a non-venomous snake. Ah, this was like a bull snake. I, I, I think it's so important. I think it's... You know, facing the days with courage and understanding that, you know, your your immortality, which is one of the things I've 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 truly, I guess I've been been blessed with, is thinking about your death every day for, you know, I mean I still do quite a bit, but like every day and sometimes you know minute to minute, sometimes second to second at times, it's really puts your life into perspective as to. What matters? How do you triage your time? How do you prioritize against what you're doing? What do you want out of life? The hard part about transitioning, not the way that we're, we're but transitioning out of the military. <laughs> not in the is, new fallout it's like, way. Yeah, not in the new fallout. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. It's, <laughs> it's like your purpose. Like how do you, how you define your next mission, your purpose, you know, from the, the, the essence of, of your being, I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I think a lot of people, if they would just get over their, their fear, you know, address life with more, with more courage and perseverance and say, failure is great because through failure, you're going to fucking grind yourself into moon dust. You're going to eliminate ego mm -hmm. and say, well, eventually if I keep trying, I will succeed it, whatever it is. It doesn't fucking matter what I'm talking about. It's like, Hey, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep trying. I love building skills that take like decades because it's, it takes like 
ounces equal pounds and you keep chipping away and you keep chipping away and you're never done. You're never done until like the lights go out. And to be fair, I don't know exactly what, you know, I don't think anybody really can tell you exactly what's going to happen. So it's like, I'm just trying to get everything I can out of the time that we are, but the time that we're here. And I mean, I fucking love it. Like, like this is, this is a rad experience from my, from, from my point of view. And I'm just not willing to say, I'm going to waste it. Like, waste a second of it. I'll find myself at times where I'm like in the last 10 years or so where you, you, you get down or you get fucking depressed. Everybody does, right? They go through peaks and valleys of their life and 99% of the time, what gets me out and the things that work for me are like not to be morbid, but it's like, I know a ton of dudes that would fucking replace me like this and they're, they aren't here. Like some of those guys aren't here right now. So one of the things that I do every night and every morning that I'm home is like my kids get every hug that I can put into my family, right? Every hug I can put back into my kids. Like I tell them I love them. I tell them that I care about them. I read them stories. I spend every second of my time with them because there's that, there's this person that represents some of my best friends that have been either killed in combat or have taken their own lives afterwards. And they're not here to do that. And I guarantee if they were here to do that today, they would fucking do it. And it keeps me honest. It keeps me driven and focused. It keeps me plugged in, in the right place. And also keeps me from getting depressed because I'm like, dude, I can't, I got to keep my head in the game. Got to keep my head in the game. I got to be positive. I got to plug in. And what I've been telling people is like, it's positive fuel. I'm not here to be a motivational speech or give you a motivational speech, but it's like you got people that are going to broker in toxic fuel and you got people that are going to broker in positive fuel. I'm only trying to pl plug in positive fuel. Um, and so that, that's kind of my, 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 my drive. It's like positive fuel, keep working, find things that you love. And I, I've also said like, it's not good enough for you just to be passionate about something because yeah, you can be passionate about it, but you have to be so driven and passionate about something that when the weight of the world is ground you into what you think is emotional fucking moon dust, you can grab whatever it is that you love out of that bag and plug it in for power to dig you back out of that hole. And if you don't have it, then you need to go on a search to find it. I think I'm going to go home and work out. <laughs> <laughs> On that statement, we're just going to fucking end it and move to the after show. That was yeah. fucking beautifully said. We're going to, if you guys want to check out the after show, come, come check it out. Cody, come sign us out. Uh, uh, um, all right, you're doing, everyone. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm reflecting on fucking all this information. That I'm I, I, I I'm know. Like, I'm like, I'm man, like oh I my God. What? I can't, I can't even talk, make so, a dick joke. <laughs> like, I can. Like, I was going to scream come again, but not now. Fuck. If you guys, for some reason, respect us, yeah. just look at how we're reacting to that information. Like the, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, everyone, that was the unsubscribe podcast. We were joined today by Eli Double Fap. God Emperor of BRCC, Evan Hafer, <laughs> and Brandon Herrera. <laughs> and our boy, Cody, donut operator. Where can we find you, Mr. Evan? Uh, Joe Rogan. At EvanHafer.com <laughs> or what? Uh, no, at Evan Hafer. That's basically like where, where you can find me. That's kind of what I do. So. And your podcast? Yeah, my podcast is Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. I kind of run that. I talk to a lot of vets. 
mostly right now what I'm talking about is a lot of philosophy because I think it can help a lot of people that are a little bit lost. So I've been talking a lot about purpose and mission and how do we really focus the, the subculture of bets around redefining what we do. Yeah. It's really good stories too because you're talking to some of the coolest individuals Dude. possible. Like yeah, I talked to the coolest a lot of individuals and then us. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. fucking shitbags like us. <laughs> Just complete shitbags. <laughs> awesome, guys. Go Thanks, check man. us out on the fucking after show. Mm. Kisses. <laughs>